It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome into tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 3-2 in the shootouts. Patrick Marlowe, 1,768 games, the new leader in in games played in the NHL, and to help us break this one down, let's go back up to the radio booth, bring in Dan Duva, the voice of the Golden Knights. And, Dan, I, we're going to get to the game in a second, but that, it's it's the monumental night for Patrick Marlowe, the official leader in NHL games played, 1,768. What an accomplishment. You know, Ryan, it's one of those things that was mentioned earlier this year. Hey, you know, if Marlowe keeps playing every game, it's going to happen at T-Mobile Arena. And I thought about it at the time, like, you know, so many strange things with the schedule this year. Who knows if games get postponed. It's already happened this year with the Knights and Sharks. I, I sort of didn't want to get my hopes up that it would happen, in fact, today, given the number of schedule changes. And, and then it sort of was obvious that Marlowe was going to play every game. That was the one thing we didn't doubt. And that it happened today here, I feel, and I'm sure you do, and those who are in the building feel uh, really special that we got to witness this. It's something that we'll remember for a long time. And uh, it was a game befitting the, the hockey career of Patrick Marlowe. It didn't end up with a Sharks win. That would have been the icing on the cake, I suppose. But uh, it was the sort of game that was entertaining when as long as it could go, obviously. And uh, I think that uh, I, I, I was just really happy to be here today. and it, There's only a few moments like this that have happened in four years with the Golden Knights. You never know when there's going to be an incredible game. It just sort of happens. Yeah. But you think about the first game in team history, which was in Dallas. You think about the first home game, and that was tinged with such sadness, such emotion. It was uplifting, thanks to the event and the pregame ceremony. The, the closest thing, I think, Ryan, was game one of the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. Because you were awed by the event. You knew it was going to happen. Now, it turned out to be a terrific game. Vegas won game one, and we remember it was one goal, 5-4 in the last minute. Nosek puts in the empty netter. But you were anticipating this special event, this record type of an event. Now, today was record-breaking. That was history-making back in 2018 when the Knights played their first Stanley Cup playoff game, a Stanley Cup final game in an expansion year, and they won it. So I think that there are very few moments like this, the kind of history that we have anticipated, a moment like this in four years. Uh, I put it right there. Those are the four for me. In Dallas, game one, home opener in year one, the first game of the Cup final, and then this one here today. You know, and, and it's you mentioned it's befitting it's it's a great thing that the game lived up right like yes you have all the emotion going into this game tonight but then both teams on the ice delivered it had everything you could ask for in this history making game for patrick marlowe yeah you're, you're exactly right vegas had won five uh, six in a row and now seven but they had just toyed with the ducks i mean four nothing and then five to two those games you know you were hoping for running time somewhere in the second or third period. Sharks, meanwhile, had lost five in a row. They'd only scored seven goals in their last five games. And they had a 2-0 lead today. So it was not uh, in the stars, I suppose, that we expected this. But it was in the stars for Marlowe to have this kind of a fun game. And I, I, I have to admit, 
I was thinking about the history of it when Marlowe went out for the first shootout <laughs> if he were to make it. You know, uh, it, it was a strange feeling. Uh, but, yeah, this was a terrific game. You might not have expected it. Vegas was supposed to win today, and, uh, and they did. But it was, it was everything as a hockey fan you could ask for here. And a lot of Sharks fans were in the building. You could see the Marlowe jerseys, plenty of teal. Of course, Marlowe's family. But even the Golden Knights fans, you could see the signs that Golden Knights fans were holding up uh, to tribute, in tribute to Patrick Marlowe. And this was just a great night of hockey. Well, Dan, thanks for joining us here on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show. Heck of a job on the call, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Very kind, Ryan. Thanks very much. Talk to you Wednesday. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. We've got a lot more to get to here on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Welcome back to the AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 3-2 in a shootout. Let's go downstairs as Mark Stone and Alex Tuck speak to the media after tonight's game. Overall play and complexion of this team right now, um, just comment on that in terms of its, you know, identity and, and heading into the home stretch. Go ahead. Uh, I think um, I think our team's able to win in a lot of different ways. Um, in Anaheim, we were able to put uh, put six up on um, on Gibson there, and tonight we had to battle back from behind and uh, win in a shootout. Uh, that shows uh, shows that we're a resilient but also dynamic group that. Um, when it comes down to the wire like that, we, we know how to win games, and that's going to be huge for us going down the stretch. Final question tonight from Mark Stone and Alex Tuck. comes from Danny Webster, NHL.com. Hey, Mark, can you just touch on being able to handle that emotion tonight on the second night of a back-to-back -back and still come out with a huge win? Yeah, I mean, that's a big win for us. Um, obviously, playing the back-to-back, -back, uh, a three and four. Um, those are hard stretches. Uh, then coming in, you know, you play one shift, and uh, we get the uh, the emotion of uh, the fans and uh, and the honoring of uh, Patrick. Um, you know, you can you can get a little wrapped up in it sometimes, but um, you know, like Alex said, um, we're we're trying to find find ways to win in different ways. Um, those are what the best teams do. Um, you know, you find uh, different ways. Tonight, maybe it was a power play that kept us in the game. Um, you know, maybe uh, Wednesday it'll be the penalty kill that keeps us in the game, and uh, and the five on five explodes. Um, you got to find ways to win win games uh, in crunch time, uh, and I think we, we we've done a pretty good job with that uh, in, in the last stretch. And um, and I think uh, for us, we want to be playing our best hockey. Um, you know, and we got to play these uh, these big meaningful games for for seedings in the standings. Thanks, guys. That was Mark Stone and Alex Tuck as they address the media after tonight's win. The postgame injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. Riley Smith, a game-time decision, did not play 
for Vegas. Zach Whitecloud, he had some shifts in the second and third period, but they weren't regular. He did take a big hit early on in the first period. So, you know, one of those situations that you're going to have to keep an eye on for the Golden Knights. They have been battling injuries throughout the the better part of the season, but this has been a team that's been able to weather the storm that way. And it's easy, maybe not easy, maybe that's not the right word, but it looks easy to weather the storm when it comes to injuries when you get performances like the Golden Knights did from their captain in Mark Stone. You you look at this game, you look at kind of not much going on for the Golden Knights, a couple of power play opportunities early, and then the Golden Knights get their third opportunity of the game. And you don't really have reason to believe that that luck is going to change. And then all of a sudden, Mark Stone changes it. And, and that's really the mark of a leader, and that's where Mark Stone has, show, has shined brightest this season for the Golden Knights. In moments like tonight, games like we had here with Patrick Marlowe setting the NHL regular season games played record, surpassing Gordie Howe, huge moment, it's Mark Stone. It's Mark Stone. It was the easiest night to shine I ever threw out there, and it pays off 100% for the Golden Knights. Let's head back downstairs, bring in head coach Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media after tonight's win. Pete, just what was that game like to coach in from the tribute at the beginning to the handshakes at the end? Hold on a second there, Pete. We uh, we lost your audio there. Sorry, guys. Good. Got me? Good now. Good. Thanks, Pete. Um, great night for Patrick Marlowe and his family. Um, you know, happy I had a front row seat for it. Happy we won. Uh, you know, I like the uh, tribute our players gave him and the respect for for the accomplishment, both during the tribute and after the game. So... You know, good night all around. We won a game and and uh, got to be a part of history. Next question tonight goes to Jesse Granger, the Athletic. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Pete. You know this rivalry better than anyone. Um, how how cool was it to see the fans uh, give an opposing player the the kind of ovation that they did? Yeah, not too many ovations in this building for for Sharks over over my years here. So um, you know, again. Uh, you know, it tells you the gravity of the accomplishment that uh, that you would get that. Next question comes from David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, David. Hi, Pete. Just in terms of the game, obviously, second game of a back-to-back, uh, six games in nine days. Did you feel like you guys just had to really kind of dig deep the last couple of periods to get to the finish line of this one? Yeah, we, we were on fumes tonight. Um, you know, you could tell from the start of the game and – you know, I, I did think we we dug deep. Um, you know, that's as fatigued as as I've seen us as a group probably this year. It's been a tough month, and particularly a, a really tough last ten days. And uh, so, you know, the fact we uh, we found a way, uh, you know, I think is a tribute to our guys because we didn't have a lot lot in the tank tonight. Next question comes from Stormy Bonatoni, the Vegas Golden Knights. Hey, Stormy. Robin Leonard came up with some timely saves there in the third period. And then of course the shootout performance, just how impressed were you with his effort? 
Yeah, Robin got better as the game went on. I thought in the first he looked like our team, and and uh, you know as the game went on, uh, he got better and better and saved his best till the end. So I, I think you know he he's got. Uh, I think he hangs his hat on that on on getting better uh, as the game progresses, making big saves in the third and overtime and shootout uh, when the game's on the line. Um, he has that, that ability to raise his level, and I think he's done that all year for us. Time for a few more questions tonight. Next, we'll go to Brian Blessing, Vegas Hockey Hotline. Hey, Brian. Well, Pete, uh, you, you said a night when maybe you guys didn't have much in the tank. Are you running out of superlatives to describe the season that Stone's having, a 60-minute game, the penchant for the big goal, the passion? Uh, he seems to, as you want captains to do, put a team on his shoulders. Yeah, he's he's done that all year for us. Uh, big moments, moments when we're uh, you know uh, we look like we're maybe down or down and out. Uh, you know, he he's been there to kind of rally the group, and uh, usually with a big play. Um, you know, and that and that was the same tonight. I mean, that was a that was a huge power play goal, or both power play goals, and uh, you know, hopefully that's a sign of things to come for a power play. Time for two more questions tonight. Next, we'll go to Ken Bulky, Vegas. Ken. Hey, Pete, when you have the game with the extra defensemen, what, do you have a plan coming in of what you're going to do with Dylan, or does the game kind of dictate it? Uh, the game dictates it. Um, you know, how we've used him in just about every game in that situation is we've started him on forward, tried to get 20 minutes under our belt, rolling four lines, and then depending on the game, uh, you know, try and get them back on defense, you know, and, and, and double shift someone up front, whoever is really going or has good legs. Lately, it's been Alex Tuck quite a few of those nights. Um, you know, but, but there hasn't been a, a, an in-stone game plan with it. Uh, you know, it, he's not really, really comfortable at forward. He fills in for us uh, and does a, a good job uh, for short periods. But, um, you know, he's obviously much more comfortable on defense and, and brings a lot more to the table for us on defense. Last question tonight goes to Jesse Granger with The Athletic. Jesse. Hey, Pete, kind of along those same lines, uh, Zach Whitecloud had some sporadic ice time in the third period. Was that just kind of getting his legs a rest? Yeah, you know, I, again, I, I think everybody – uh, was tired today. And, uh, you know, I, I thought a number of our defensemen looked like they were gassed. So we moved Cogs back to, to take some ice time from some of the guys that looked tired. And, you know, Whitey was one of those guys. Pete, thanks for the time. That was head coach Pete DeBoer speaking to the media after tonight's game, the post-game interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance post-game show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. No other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds, hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, 
go to visitlasvegas.com today. It's the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 3-2 to in a shootout. And let's go to the highlights. And it was early on in the first period, the stoppage, the celebration for Patrick Marlowe, who suited up in his 1,768th game. Let's listen in. 768th NHL regular season game, surpassing Hockey Hall of Famer Gordie Howe, and is now the NHL's all-time leader in games played. Marlowe skates out from the bench, raises his stick. Everybody in the building on his and her feet. There it is, Patrick Marlowe, the NHL's all-time leader in games played, surpassing Gordie Howe. And riding that wave of emotion, Nikolai Kanijov would open the scoring for the Sharks. Leonard is saved. McNam puts it behind his own net for Theodore. Tumbles to the left point, and a shot, they score! Kanijov from the left point put it toward the net. We'll see if there was a deflection on the way in, but it's a 1-0 San Jose lead. That's Kanijov unassisted at 9.27 of the first period to make it one to nothing San Jose. Later on in the period, Robin Leonard would make a key save on Patrick Marlowe. Shellman out of the box, tips it ahead. Marlowe gets to it. Marlowe left circle in front. He shoots. Saved by Leonard. Marlowe, the backhand opportunity, could not beat Leonard. That's a big save by Robin Leonard early on in the game to keep it one to nothing. We would head to the second period, and the Sharks would add another goal just 29 seconds in. Now the puck comes toward the ninth zone. Here's a shot. Save. No. Leonard got a piece, but it goes into the goal. It was a loose puck after Couture brought it toward the net. It was found by Noah Gregor. He rips it home from the right circle. It's a 2-0 San Jose lead. Noah Gregor with the goal unassisted at 29 seconds of the second period to make it 2 to nothing San Jose. The Golden Knights would get a power play shortly after that Gregor goal, and Mark Stone would get one back for the Golden Knights. Down low for Stone, drifts behind the net, and to the outside left in the middle, Theodore fakes the shot, drifts and shoots, score! Tipped in! Mark Stone right out in front. He played it up near his armpits. And into the goal, Vegas with a power play marker to get on the board, trailing 2-1. to one. That's Mark Stone from Shea Theodore and Max Pacioretty at 122 of the second period to make it 2-1 to one San Jose. We would go to the third period once again on the power play. Mark Stone would score, tying the game at 2. They win the draw to the slot, and now Fedor around the umbrella left. Patch ready. Stone a slam dunk. He scores. Mark Stone, 2 2 tie. Second power play goal of the game for Mark Stone, and five consecutive multi point performances. That's Stone, another power play goal from Max Pacioretty and Shea Theodore at 3.29 of the third period to tie the game at two. Shortly thereafter, Robin Leonard would make not one, but multiple AAA insurance save of the games. And now up top, Eric Carlson, a shot, save, rebound loose in front, another try, it's still loose, another save, Leonard, he's got it covered. Tomas Hurdle had the last crack on his backhand deep on the right wing. And Leonard with the pads down, the save to his glove side. Kicks off the glass, Marcia so near boards, couldn't clear the zone, still alive. Meyer is in, he shoots, glove save! 
Leonard, who was sliding to his right, reached back to his left. Brilliant glove save on Timo Meyer, And the game remains 2-2. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, outsmart life. So Robin Leonard saves with with a couple of really amazing saves, but it's late in the third period. William Carlson looking like he's got the game won for the Golden Knights, and Mario Ferraro with a huge save on the goal line. Yenmark centering, Marcia says, Spinorama, Carlson shot, up the stick, stopped at the line, Ferraro saved the goal, still in the zone, nine seconds, shot, knocked down in front by Burns, and the Sharks clear the zone, three seconds to go, Theodore will keep it to the outside, and the game will go to overtime, oh wow! Yeah, wow indeed, that was a sequence like no other the Golden Knights that close to winning this game in regulation but Mario Ferraro with his stick on the goal line prevents that puck from going in and we would head to overtime where Mark Stone went full beast mode and had a breakaway with the chance to win the game. Eric Carlson feeds right back to the middle broken up Martinez then pokes it ahead, off to the races, it's Stone, he's got the game on his stick down the middle, and he has stopped, Jones with the left pad save, Stone couldn't get a real shot away, he just kept going and going until he ran out of space. Stone was at the end of a shift, was unable to beat Martin Jones for the hat trick, so we would head to a shootout, Alex Tuck would shoot first for the Golden Knights. Bottom of the first round, here's Alex Tuck. The righty starts slowly left, top of the left circle to the hash marks. Forehand, backhand, forehand, and he scores! That's a beautiful move from Alex Tuck as he was able to beat Martin Jones. Patrick Marlowe would miss. Ryan Donato would miss. Chandler Stevenson would miss for the Golden Knights. It came down to Logan Couture versus Robin Leonard, the game on the line. Couture down the middle, the lefty fake, shoots, save, Leonard! Vegas wins it in a shootout! Three to two, the Knights top the Sharks! Robin Leonard with three saves in the shootout gets the Golden Knights the extra point. Three to two, the final here. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks in the shootout. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance Post Game Show. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 3-2 in a shootout. That's seven straight for the Golden Knights. 66 points, 32-11-2. First place in the Honda West Division. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. And, you know, the Sharks played off the, emo the emotion of the moment. You've got a, a teammate in Patrick Marlowe who becomes the all-time leader in games played in the NHL, surpasses the great Gordie Howe. You want to go out there and win a game for him. And the Sharks had that energy. The Golden Knights 
looked tired early on in this game. And it was a process to finding their legs, but they did. And once they did, there were plenty of opportunities. you got to tip your cap in this game to Martin Jones. And, and I understand that, that that seems kind of kind of crazy at times because we've seen Martin Jones in this building unravel before. Not tonight. He was excellent for the San Jose Sharks. He finished 38 saves on 40 shots, a 950 save percentage. Martin Jones was very good. It took a lot for the Golden Knights to find offense in this game. Sometimes when you're playing three and four nights back-to-back with travel, that's going to happen. The Golden Knights were paced tonight by their captain, their big game player. Mark Stone had to be everything the Golden Knights needed him to be tonight in order to get two points. And it doesn't hurt that Robin Leonard was able to win in the shootout. So there you go. Key performance from your captain, key saves from your goaltender. That's how you win hockey games when maybe you don't have your best stuff for the Golden Knights. But it's a seven-game win streak. You are not going to to critique or get mad at that on a history-breaking night for Patrick Marlowe and the San Jose Sharks. And that's the final thought here. Congratulations to Patrick Marlowe. These two teams will go at it again on Wednesday, 6.30 puck drop, 5.30 pregame show. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show. Extended postgame show is next right here on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 3-2 in the shootout. Robin Leonard wins the shootout for the Golden Knights. Alex Tuck scores the goal in the shootout. Mark Stone, two power play goals. Oh yeah, Patrick Marlowe, 1,768 games. The new all-time leader in games played in NHL history, Patrick Marlowe surpasses Gordie Howe. 702-876-1340 is the number. This is a monumental night in NHL history. Dial up the phones. 702-876-1340. Let me just say, one of the coolest sporting events I've ever been to in my entire life. I am privileged that I got to be in the building. It's something I'm going to remember forever. 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Mike, how you doing? Oh, boy, that was an historic night, wasn't it? You are very blessed to be a part of that. Yeah, it's, the, not, it's not lost on me at all, Mike. This was awesome, and, and it was classy from the Golden Knights. It was a great moment with Gary Bettman's video package, and it was really, really fitting that Patrick Marlowe got that send-off after the game. 
Oh, absolutely. And the handshakes, it, it gave me the goosebumps thinking back to way, the way things were and the way they will be again soon. It really did. Uh, two little miracles tonight. I don't know if anybody really noted them. Robin Leonard won a shootout, and that doesn't happen very often. Bless his heart. He's one of the greatest goaltenders in the league, but he is not a shootout goalie. When he came to us, he had a 521 save percentage in shootouts. So for him to save three in a row was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then we, we had our little e-bug, uh, uh, McNabb. Donna, Braden McNabb stood in the middle of the goal and saved, made the greatest save of the night. Yeah, you know, you, you need contributions from everybody, right? And, you know, the, the Golden Knights got uh, bailed out a couple of times by the post, but really it, it, was, uh, it was a team effort. And when you, you know, when you hear Pete DeBoer talk about it after the game, and thanks, Mike, for the call, uh, about just kind of finding ways when you really don't have the energy, saying that that was as, as gassed as he's seen the Golden Knights as a group uh, so far this season. Uh, you're going to take the wins any way you can get them. And, and this one for me, Robin Leonard coming up huge, three straight saves in the shootout. That's a key, key part of this victory for the Vegas Golden Knights. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. Uh, I, I'm sure you're kind of feeling pretty good about your night to shine. Uh, well, I'm not going to brag or anything, but I mean, I did pick Mark Stone and he had two goals, power play goals. He looked like he was going to end it in overtime. Absolutely beast mode, Mark Stone in overtime. Uh, but again, it, it's it's me playing the averages, right? Like it, uh, the odds are in my favor. If it's a big game, Mark Stone is going to perform. He's going to be that guy for this team. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, not to mention that both of those goals were power play goals as well, which you know, the team has been struggling with, but it was nice to see that in this game they were the difference maker and were able to keep, you know, pull them back into the game and keep them in it long enough to make it all the way to the shootout and eventually win, which was also really nice to see for Leonard. And then on, like, a more human note, I was really happy that uh, Merlo's, uh, I cannot speak, that his family was able to be here and witness that game. You know, there's just a nice little human touch with all kinds of everything that no one can go to, that they were able to come and see it. No, you're absolutely right, Stephanie, and thank you for the call. It it was a really awesome buzz in the building, and we bring in Darren Millard now, who joins us from the teeth and hair side. And and Darren, I I, I started off the extended postgame show talking about how privileged I feel to be in the building on this night, Patrick Marlowe breaking Gordy Howe's record. It stood for 59 years. It's a long time. And I see no real sign of anybody breaking this mark. And the closest person would be Joe Thornton. He's 100 games away. Uh, that would mean playing another two years at, at that age, 41 years old. That's uh, that's a little uh, difficult uh, to ask. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I, that we could be going through this in, in a couple of years. I, I don't expect it. It's And who knows then after when it, when it breaks. Uh, incredible. Uh, loved, uh, loved the reaction from the crowd. Loved the re- response from the players on the Golden Knights uh, and, and the San Jose Sharks uh, goes without saying. Uh, the, the ceremony uh, or 
the impromptu uh, shaking of uh, Marlowe's hands uh, after the game. We saw it earlier this year. Uh, mm-hmm. The L.A. Kings did it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and what's interesting tonight was uh, they could have easily just saluted him and, and let it go because they're playing again on Wednesday. They have one more game after that. Uh, but they didn't. It was uh, an acknowledgement of, uh, of what was a hard game to play for both sides, and, and they put it all aside and just showed the respect for somebody that just broke Gordie Howe's record. You know, and, and I, I love the fact that the game that we got on the ice was was befitting of that milestone for Patrick Marlowe. This game had everything you could hope for. The Sharks had a lot of energy. They had some pushback. They had some bite. But it's the Golden Knights that come through, and, and largely because of the play of Mark Stone. First, a tip of the hat to Bob Bugner, who uh, goes without saying that he starts Patrick Marlowe, yeah. but played him a lot in the third period, mm-hmm. and and he had a chance. And then in the uh, in three on three, had an opportunity, and in the shootout, sends Patrick Marlowe out first. So there you go. I've seen a couple of instances over the years where coaches have shied away from from moments and, yeah. and just gone with uh, with trying to win the game. That Patrick Marlowe doesn't go in the shootout every night. For the, for the San Jose yeah. Sharks. Yeah. He did tonight, and I thought that was really cool on behalf of Bob Bugner. What I also thought was great was this wasn't your prototypical trap game, but it, it was a concerning game for the Golden Knights coming off the 6-9 and nine and the back-to-back, and you're just out of gas. And in the third period, I thought they were empty, and San Jose was making a push. And Vegas somehow got through this with two points and take over top spot, sole possession of top spot in the Honda Honda West. Of the seven-game winning streak that mm-hmm. they're currently on, I think tonight will what was the most difficult physically yep. was the most difficult. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. And it's one where the Golden Knights had to dig deep. It's one where they had to find something to rally around and galvanize from. And it's Mark Stone on the power play and Robin Leonard making some key saves and, and really defense coming back to the house, protecting the house, and trying to get to that that frame where you can get an extra point. Braden McNabb made a save off the goal line yes. uh, along with Shea Theodore and William Carlson. That kept the, the puck out. Uh, Robin Leonard made a couple of big saves, including a glove stop off Timo Meyer, And he bailed himself out a little bit yeah. in this game because yeah. he wasn't sharp uh, for the first 20 and a half minutes. When you consider that goal in the first uh, first uh, minutes uh, for 29 seconds of the of the second period, yeah. he wasn't at his best, but they they got it even, and Robin Leonard was great. So there's a, there's a ton to like about the Golden Knights. One grinding out a win, uh, star players coming up big, and can I just say uh, one thing about Mark Stone? I, I talked earlier this year when. St. Louis was in town mm-hmm. and mentioned that Doug Armstrong would be in the building and be watching, and he's the Canadian Olympic general manager yep. uh, for next year's Olympic Games, and how Mark would want to put on a show for, for him sure. and, and rise to the occasion and make sure that he's on that radar. Well, tonight, the whole hockey world was watching yeah. this game. Mm-hmm. Mark Stone's in contention for the Selkie Trophy. Yeah. And to do what he did tonight... In front of not a not a national audience, but an international audience tuning into this game, media as much as regular hockey fans, and to know what he did on a day that he was named the third star, you can't put a value on that when it comes time to voting for the Selkie Trophy in a couple of weeks. 
tonight might be the, the, the night that pushes that over the top. Five straight multi-point games for Mark Stone, and he saved his best for tonight. It was one of those performances that you get from Mark Stone every now and again that just gives you a glimpse of, of how mm-hmm. dominant he is as a player. Stripping pucks, especially in that overtime period, my goodness, Massive. what a performance. And how does he end it? He's standing at center ice. Well, the crowd acknowledges Patrick Marlowe, and what is Mark Stone doing but urging everybody to get up? Yeah. Everybody up. And they were. But Mark was making sure that this was a moment that you stand up for and you acknowledge uh, a future Hall of Famer. And that goes with the character of being a captain and who Mark Stone is. Yep. But they ride the, the strength of his skill tonight in which – he just takes another step towards putting his name on that Selkie trophy. 702-876-1340. That's the number. There's a lot of talking points to get to tonight. Join us on the other side. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. 702-876-1340. That's the number. Extended postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 3-2 in the shootout. And significant, Robin Leonard picks up the shootout win for the Golden Knights. Three straight saves. And and it's interesting because when, when Noah Gregor scored 29 seconds into the second period, Robin Leonard was not happy. He was not happy that he allowed that goal. He, he The body language kind of slams his stick down, the knob of the stick on the ice, and it felt like from that point forward, Robin Leonard was just not going to give up anything. His reaction told me that that puck was tipped on the way in. It wasn't tipped. So his reaction after you see the replay was just ticked off. Yeah, exactly. Like, what is that? And... It was a puck that just got right through him. He was perfect from the rest of the way. His, if you take away his first periods this year, his numbers are staggeringly yeah. good. Yeah. But then you also look at, okay, his first two goals, you'd like to, to change it, but he wins them the game in the shootout by making all three saves, and he makes all three saves. Yeah. Uh, and he was really aggressive on the third attempt. Huge. He was out four feet in front of the of the crease, which you don't see all the time. And I don't know whether he's playing with things or just mm-hmm. trying things different. He did that in Chicago where he was, like, <laughs> taking tweets from people. What do you want me to do on the shootout? <laughs> Give me suggestions. And he, was just, he was open. He was having fun with it. He was just uh, – he, he's, he's on record in the past saying he wouldn't mind being replaced in, in the shootout if the coach wanted to, because he struggled so much. Uh, tonight, he, he uh, answered uh, Justin Emerson's question uh, on how he feels about the shootout format. He's like, y- you think I like the shootout? He, he's, he handles it straight on. But tonight, tonight wasn't lucky or fluky. He made three big saves. Yeah, 100%. And, and you know, like, with, with a player of Robin Leonard's caliber, like – you know that in in certain situations it's going to click like he's going to come up with the saves that he needs to and i think in this game given the goals that he allowed earlier on he was out to to make those saves to to get that extra point for the golden knights and you know what i i, 
I just think that that sometimes it doesn't work out in your favor. Tonight, Robin Leonard was locked in for that shootout. Look, the shootout's never going to be his thing. I, no. I think we've we've figured that one out. He's figured that one out. And if he can pull out two points like he did tonight in a crucial game or the extra extra point for the Golden Knights, that's a bonus right now based on his, his career record. But in the penalty kill, and then after the penalty kill tonight in the third period, mm-hmm. he was huge yeah, and made some big saves. Then he makes the glove save off Timo Meyer, where it was as outstretched of a glove save <laughs> as you were going to get. It, there, there wasn't much uh, more uh, that he could do to extend that arm to, to make sure that the coverage was there, and he comes up with a save. I, I thought uh, it, it, was a, it was a battle for him. And and he found a way to, to battle through it just like everybody else and keeps that heater going on for him. So for the Golden Knights, seven straight wins. We, we've kind of talked about this this stretch for the Golden Knights this season, this stretch in the schedule where you can really take advantage of your opposition and bank those points. Right now the Golden Knights are doing it, and they're doing it in different ways. Tonight they were. Because yeah. the, the previous games were no doubters. Yeah, exactly. Tonight was uh, a doubter. <laughs> was Tonight was one of those that was in doubt. You're down 2 nothing, But just like the other night in, in, in L.A. where they just turned it on. And they found a way to get back into the game. The third period had you worried just because there wasn't a lot left. Yeah. Six games and nine nights after the schedule that you've already played. And you're playing them back-to-back. And San Jose was here, didn't play yesterday, and was, was here and waiting. There's, there's a lot going on uh, for the, the Golden Knights physically. Now, now you play two in the next six days. So this is Wednesday's a big game. Mm-hmm. Saturday's a big game in Anaheim to complete the, uh, the run. And then you get ready for Colorado on Monday. But they've, they've gone through this stretch that was there yep. to make hay. And uh, the combine's been running nonstop and and taking down those those wheat stocks. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number. If you'd like to join us on the other side, extended post game show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 3-2 in the shootout. Patrick Marlowe suits up in his 1,768th game, the all-time leader in games played in the NHL. The Golden Knights, seven-game win streak, 32-11-2, 66 points, First placed Honda West division. You know, 1,768 is kind of like a clunky number. It's a, it's a, listen, it's a great number for Patrick Marlowe. Yeah. It is a terrible number to try to say all night long. So we'll see where it ends up. But I think back to Gordy Howe, and I wasn't there, but when he, when he set the record for most games played, his, when he first took over mm-hmm. the record, mm-hmm. uh, it was 1961. And, the night that he set the record for most games played was the night that he played his 1,000th game. Like, that's a nice round number. 
took over from uh, Ted Lindsay, who played uh, 999. Uh, Golden Knights have to be happy about the result, have to be happy that they win their seventh straight through uh, uh, this schedule, have to be happy that Zach Whitecloud was back out there. And and he, he left the game for a while, yeah. and Dylan Coughlin took over on the blue line, and then Whitecloud uh, seemed to take a, a semi-regular shift. No, they were kind of rolling people through in the third period but I think that's uh, that shouldn't be overlooked uh, as well that uh, that he continued in the game after taking that interference uh, that dump uh, the sideboards yeah it was it was interesting trying to keep track of of Zach Whitecloud and his shifts throughout this game because there were there were periods of time especially early on in that second period where you saw a lot of Dylan Coglin with with uh, Nick Haig and mm-hmm. and I kept looking at the bench. White Cloud on the bench, not taking regular shifts. Uh, but, yeah, I think you're right. There there were key penalty kill shifts that Zach White Cloud had later on in the game. And uh, certainly for a team that has been kind of battling through injuries at various points to key players, uh, White Cloud healthy is a good thing for Vegas. Uh, Gary Lawless pointed out during the second intermission of the Teeth and Hair uh, TV broadcast that Coughlin's more aggressive now. I'm like, no, he's just confused as where he's playing. He, <laughs> he, he, he he might think he's playing wing, and that's why he's going down low. And that 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 might be uh, to it because he's bouncing back and forth in game, uh, and during during the course of it. Uh, uh, one other note: you see in the penalty kill, Nosek with a huge shot block. Yeah. After what we were talking about, about yeah. uh, forwards on going, going through, and it was it was one of those just lay yourself out there, foot out, uh, uh, almost like shoot the duck skateboarding kind of thing. <laughs> uh, Jeff would uh, would know that terminology, but that that's what it looked like, and it was a massive shot block. Yeah. And the first thing I thought of was going back to, and the other one was, I always love we 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 in the shootout you mm-hmm. go first. Yep, they didn't go first tonight. No. They didn't. I gotta find out what the what the thinking is there. I don't know. Very unusual. Give Patrick Marlowe the moment. That the home team doesn't shoot first in the shootout. And Pete DeBoer loves Patrick Marlowe, had all the respect in the world for him. He's not giving anything up with with the extra point on the line. And so I'm I'm just curious whether uh, Mike uh, thought maybe it might be Leonard saying, "Hey, give me the first yeah. save," mm-hmm. or. I, I don't or just changing it up. Sure. But they opted to shoot second, which is against the norm. You know, an interesting point real quick. Uh, Gary had mentioned that about Coglin in the third period. And I had the same thought that you had when you had <laughs> him on the intermission. That's he, He's standing there at the at the hash marks and he's going defense wing where defense of, wing what what am i doing right you now? know i'll just go after the puck <laughs> exactly i'll just go <laughs> go find that little thing wrapping it up extended post game show fox sports las vegas Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here, extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks in Patrick Marlowe's 1,768th game. All-time leader, NHL games played. This is uh, what I'd liken to when you do an Olympic Games and you spend uh, some, some significant time acquiring all this information. And then the Olympic Games end, 
And you're just like, what do I do with this now? <laughs> we, we've got all this Gordy Howe information and Patrick Marlowe information, and yeah. Wednesday is back to just a regular game in which Patrick Marlowe will play 1,769. But but I, I do think it's important that a lot of hockey people learned so much about Gordie Howe. Like 22 seasons mm-hmm. in the National Hockey League before he played more than 70 games in a season. 26 seasons, that's the record tied with Chris Chelios for most seasons in the National Hockey League. There's, there's a lot. We know points and assists and stuff, but the, the route that, that Gordie Howe took to 1767 was different than the 1768 for Patrick Marlowe. Yeah, 100%. And and I think that that's really the key here. It's it's in honoring Patrick Marlowe, but it's also in honoring and recognizing just how great a feat it was from Gordie Howe and, and how there's a real longevity and a real durability that has to happen in order for something like this to come along. And I'm just so excited I got to be here to witness it. And Mark Stone saying, I'm in my seventh year. I know what the grind is. Yeah. He's in his 21st season. Like crazy. Yeah. A lot of numbers going through our heads right now. But the most important one is three, two, shootout win for the Golden Knights tonight. I do do think. Did they win win the overtime or shootout? Just be water, man. Let it go. First uh, shootout win for Robin Leonard. It was a struggle to get there. But there's a whole lot to like about what happened tonight at T-Mobile Arena. That's going to do it for us here. The Golden Knights defeat the San Jose Sharks 3-2 to in the shootout. These two teams go again on Wednesday, 6.30 puck drop, 5.30 pregame show. Thanks to Jeff Rubino. Turning the knobs, keeping us sound and fresh. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio. Thanks to Darren Millard for joining us here. And thanks to all of you, our callers, for joining us on this monumental night. 1,768 games. Congratulations, Patrick Marlowe. That's going to do it for us here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.